something that we've teased on Facebook for a couple weeks now. Uh, how many people actually thought we were supposed to do the announcement last week? Okay, you can be honest. Oh, not as many as you thought. Because a lot of us, or a lot of you kept emailing and texting me personally. I don't know how you got my number. Saying, hey, I wasn't there last week. Can you, can you tell me the announcement? And I just wrote back, no. I didn't give you any. I just said, no, you can't know. Uh, because if you can, if you can read... Um, on Facebook, it said the 22nd. We're telling you guys the announcement on the 22nd, which is today. And so I'm going to go ahead and belabor this for about 10 more minutes before you get to know what it is. Okay? Yeah. Um, let me tell you guys a couple stories. Uh, when we moved here in 2012 uh, to start this church, we, we had all sorts of ideas, right? Anytime you, you know, like, hey, I, want, I think I want to start something, you get around people and you start asking questions. You know, what, what do we want this thing to look like? What do we want to do? What is our vision going to be? What's our mission going to be? Who we want to reach? Uh, and so what we did is we had a cool core team that got together back in 2012. And we started asking these questions. What type of church did we want to form in the city of Flagstaff? Uh, and then we moved up in June of 2012 in such a great gift from God to leave Phoenix in June uh, to move to Flagstaff and to slowly see the temperature gauge go from, you know, hell to heaven, right? And... <laughs> And so we worked our way uh, up here at a beautiful 7,000 feet, like 75 degrees, and it was perfect. Um, and we started to call this place home. And we started to go around the city and, and just ask people here in Flagstaff the same questions we were asking each other. What does it mean to be the church here in this city? Um, what type of church? We would ask people, ask baristas, ask our servers, ask people we'd meet on the street. Um, hey, what type of church does the city of Flagstaff need? Now, now, a lot of times the responses were, we don't need another church, right? Uh, go away. You know, we don't like you. And, and I said, well, great. But if you did, what type of church would you want us to be? Um, and we started to try and learn a bit about our culture and our city. And what does it mean for us to do this, to do this well? Um, and so that summer goes by. We spent about three or four months gathering in a living room on Sunday mornings to pray and to sing some songs. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just too curious if how many people uh, were actually showed up to, to the living room uh, in, in 2012. If you are, stand up. We're just going to call you out. Stand up if you were in the living room in 2012. Go ahead. There you go. So there's some of you are standing that weren't there, liars. Um, there's like seven of you, eight, maybe, maybe nine people left in the whole room. You can sit down now. Thanks for standing up. Um, there's probably nine of us that are left from that initial, initial kind of core group. Hey, James. Everybody say, hi, James. Say, thanks, James. Say, love you, James. Amen, amen. Um, and so there's, there's not many of us left. We moved out with a core team of about 10 or 11, and then in that, in that living room, and I kid you not, this living room was no bigger than just the metal chair section that's right over here. We were cramming about 40 people on a Sunday morning who just wanted to pray and sing some songs. We weren't even really doing any preaching or anything like that. Um, and we began to think, man, maybe, maybe it's time that we launch something. And so we started to look around the city, and uh, I just happened to be out with my parents on a first Friday. And uh, we came across uh, this building that said Worship Center, all lit up, right? And it's right on South Beaver. Many of you students who walk here, you probably see this pretty frequently. Uh, and that's the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in Flagstaff. And so I went in. They were having their college service that night. And I went and I found the pastor. I said, hey, here's our story. We moved here. We we're looking to plant a church. Uh, we don't have a building. We're in a living room. It's awkward. Uh, and, and, and is there any way we can kind of figure this out? Now, if you don't know, Seventh-day Adventists worship on Saturdays which meant the building was going to be completely open with no one in it on Sunday mornings, 
which was great for us. So we said, hey, what if we jumped in there? They said yes. And so on October 14th of 2012, uh, we officially launched. We went public as Redemption Church Flagstaff here in the city. Uh, and we just, man, we had a fantastic year and a half in that building. And so I'm, I'm curious at this level too, uh, how many of you started coming to this church when we were at Seventh Day Adventist on South Beaver? Stand up. Yeah, come on, don't feel weird. Come on. Okay, so good. So wow, still even, that's not a lot. We had an attendance there around 100 to 125 people, and there's about 35 to 40. You can sit down. Thanks for standing up. 35 to 40 of you left, which spoke to a very transient city we have. A lot of people coming in and coming out. Um, but what happened there was spectacular. We moved to two services. We had a morning service and an evening service. We continued to grow there, and things were good. But we started to think, hey, is this space the right space for us uh, long term? Is it the right space for us in this next season? And we said no, so we started to, to shop around and to look around, um, and then kind of crazily, we, we decided to contact the Orpheum and say, hey, what would it look like for us to rent your space? And so then we moved here in, uh, in February of 2014. Yes, February of 2014, we moved into the Orpheum. And this has been home now for almost three years which is just crazy to think about. Like if you were there in the living room, uh, that, that's just mind-boggling to me. If you were there in Seventh-day Adventist, that's mind-boggling to think. If we've been in this space for three years, every morning driving a trailer to the front of this building, unloading it for like two years, taking stuff in, setting this up from 7 a.m., wrapping up around 1 p.m. Now, we have had a ton of volunteers that have helped us do that. I'm not going to have you stand up, but if that was you, thank you from the bottom parts of my heart because I know it wasn't always easy. Now, we've been in the Orpheum for three years. We've doubled in size. We've seen well over 100 people baptized. We've said goodbye to really good friends. We've cried tears of joy, tears of sadness from this stage as we saw people that we dearly love depart to different parts of the country. We've seen so many tremendous things happen here in this space and I want to thank my staff, and I want to thank uh, the Orpheum and, and Chris Scully, the owner here, and the blessing that they've been. So, that being said, what is the big announcement? Before I get to it, <laughs> last week I said, hey, the best guess that anyone had given so far is that it was free puppies for everybody, right? Uh, kind of going full Oprah, that you'd look under your seat, there'd be a little, little tiny chihuahua taped to the bottom of your chair, okay? Just little legs. So I asked you guys again this week, leading up to this announcement, hey, why don't you guys throw out your best guesses again, and I want to give us a new winner. And I don't know if Bryn, Bryn are you here, Bryn Dalton? I think the Daltons are snowed in somewhere, but uh, her guess was instead of puppies that today we are giving away foster children, okay? Um, and <laughs> that's actually very rude at some levels, but, but works out well for this last announcement before the big announcement. Next Sunday uh, is Orphan Sunday. And so uh, we will be talking a great deal about foster care and adoption next Sunday and what does it mean for us to take kids into our homes and be supportive of that reality. So I thought that was kind of interesting. If you see Bryn say, you know, that's just weird that you said that, okay? So for the last year, we've, we've been looking for a new location to call home on Sunday mornings. Um, the Orpheum has been incredible. Like, it has been such a gift for us to be here. Um, it obviously, in many ways, like, I feel it in my own heart, there's a... There's like a cool factor to this somewhat, right? You walk in, it's like, ooh, 
the Orpheum, right? Like, sw- like Switchfoot was here the night before. Like John O'Duncan, when he was, he plays bass in our band. Like he loves to brag he's played on the same stage as Switchfoot. Like, like this space here where John Foreman sweat is like holy sacred ground to John O'Duncan, right? <laughs> Woo. <laughs> Um, so th- I, I understand that, and we felt that, and we first started wrestling, hey, is this the right space for us again long-term as we think through our mission in this city to disciple the church, to reach the unchurched? We landed on no. As much as, as we love it, as much as we think it is an incredible space for, for some of us, right, and in some ways, um, we don't think it's the best place for us to continually fulfill the mission that we've been given to disciple the church to reach the unchurched. In other words, this hour and a half that we get together on Sunday morning is literally less than 1% of your weekly time. You understand that? Like, you guys will spend 168 hours a week alive, right? And then one, less than 1% of that is in this room. This is just a moment to be discipled, to grow, to learn, to listen, and be shaped. So you are the church beyond these walls. This is just a moment. And so this is just a space. And the next place will be just another space where God disciples us to go and change the city. So, finally, the announcement. Starting on February 12th, which is three weeks from today. So we've, we've given us three weeks to say, oh yeah, okay, that's when we're going. That's when we're going. We will, not be no, we will no longer be meeting here in the Orpheum for Sunday worship services. Instead, we'll be meeting at the Hurley Theater at Flagstaff High School, okay? You should clap for this. Thank you. you should clap, clap louder. I mean, really? Yeah, all right. that's too much. It's too much, Sparks. Okay. Now, when we sent out a, when we were looking for a new space, we sent out a, 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 a blog to you guys saying, hey, we're looking for a new space, could you pray? I don't want to just tell you God showed up in that, and if you prayed, thank you for praying, because within that week of us sending out the blog, we got contacted by our friends at Flagstaff Community Church, who are near and dear friends. We've known them since we moved up here. They planted about a year, year and a half before we did. We love them. We're excited for them. They said, hey, we're, we're leaving this space. Uh, we're leaving Flagstaff High School. Would you guys want to come in, right? And so in our minds, it was like, well, yeah, like, yes, because that's, it's this, and I'm going to share why I think it's such a good move for us in just a moment. But that was the flinch, but we took it away, and we said, well, let's, let's pray about this. Let's think about this. Does this truly fit within what we think God's called us to? And again, yes, and yes, and yes. So again, February 12th, we will be at the Hurley Theater at Flagstaff High School, now, you will see signs everywhere as you drive up the street to get there. It's not hard to find, but it's, the entrance will be on Kendrick. We'll send out maps. You'll find it all. Again, you'll see signage. But do not show up here on February 12th. Instead, we're showing up at Flagstaff High School. Okay, here's why I think this is good. And I'm taking a lot of time because we also have, we're still preaching the Bible this morning. So let me run through the five reasons why I think this is an incredibly good thing for us. Number one, mission. Right? And when I say mission, I mean our opportunity to constantly be part of God's redeeming work here in this city. I think we will do a better job of discipling you, Christians in the room, and discipling you, non-Christians in the room, to know, love, and follow Jesus in this place than we will here. I think this will equip us and you and us as a church to be a better church in and for the sake of the city. And all sorts of reasons why, which I will also highlight now. 
Kids ministry is number two. Now, how many people here have served in kids before? Okay, nice. That's actually a good amount. Thank you for doing that. Um, How many people have children? Okay, now specifically with that group, how excited are we to have a larger kids space? Yeah. Now, for many of you, because we're still like this church, like two-thirds of you are 18 to 24. Not a ton of kids running around in that age group, right? But for us families... The dungeon that we call Redemption Kids is awkward, okay? Um, And it's really small, and it's kind of congested, and it smells a bit funny. um, And we have done everything possible for those things not to exist. And yet it's still there. Why? Because it's the green room at Northern Arizona's premier concert venue, okay? And so there's all sorts of stuff happening back there Saturday at 3 a.m., and then we got kids in there seven hours later, right? It makes it very difficult for us to continue to invest while our kids. And here's the thing with our kids' ministry. We do not see it as a glorified daycare, right? It is not this secondary ministry. For us, it is an imperative that God has given us to invest well in our children. Parents investing in our children, the church investing in our children. And so we want to do that better. The space at Redemption, or sorry, at Flagstaff High School is literally going to increase tenfold, if not larger, giving us more room for classrooms and space and resources and volunteers and a check-in area you can locate and you don't have to walk your kid in front of everyone and pick them up awkwardly. And the entire deal, we think at every level, this allows us to disciple children and families exponentially better. Third, Stewardship. God has been incredibly faithful to our church since we moved here. Again, when we first started this thing, we were like 99% college students. Most of you don't have jobs. Many of you are on loans. And in our first start, I was 28 when we launched this church. And I was the oldest person by like six years. No, four years, right? I was the elder at 28. Then Randy and Kelly showed up, and then he was really the elder, okay? (laughs) Love you, wherever you're at. That has changed to where, again, probably at least at this point, we would think over a third of the church is 25 into our 30s, 40s. We have some 50s and 60s and 70s. It's getting crazy in this place. But the reality of this is that although God is always provider and has given us everything we need, we have not reached a level of sustainability. In other words, if we were not supported by outside funding from Redemption Church General, we would have to shut our doors. We don't bring in enough to fund everything we got. So the reason why this move is important for us is because it's literally going to be less than half the rent that we pay to be here on Sunday mornings we have to pay there for literally like 10 times the amount of space and all these other things. Like it will allow us then to take that funds, take those funds and reinvest them in our mission to disciple the church, to reach the unchurched to be able to love the city better, to be able to care for the brokenhearted and the disenfranchised, to support better our local partners here in the city. Financially, this is an incredibly big win for us. The next one is uh, just access. In other words, it's kind of hard to get here. Now, again, if if you're 19 or 20 and you just walk here, you're like, yeah, this is great. I can just walk here, no problem. But a lot of us have to park, especially on a snowy morning. We have to walk our kids in, things like that. The parking situation, it's a high school. Has anyone ever gone to high school? There's a lot of parking, right? And we can use all of it, and it's right there. And so you can park your car, you can get out, and not have a two-mile hike to get there through the snow of Flagstaff. That's a win. It's more accessible for many more people. 
everyone can get there because of good access and good parking week, I think we'll have a better scope in reaching uh, disabled folks who can't just park somewhere anywhere downtown and just make it here as easy. So we can begin to think through what does it mean for us to love that community better? We begin to think what does it mean to love the elderly better who, again, can't just park anywhere downtown and make it to a difficult downtown space. Access is easier. It's easier to get there. We think it will allow us to disciple and reach the city better. The last one is uh, just something I'm saying is hard to quantify. I think it's just called excellence. Like, I think we will just get better at every level of our ministry. In other words, I don't think this will just be a Sunday thing. I think we will be a better church from top to bottom and everywhere in between because of this move. I think all of our ministries will serve better, will engage better, and will fulfill our mission better. At every level, this seems to be a step up, even though in my heart at times, when I look at this space and say, man, the memories here and how cool this is, that, man, it feels at times like a momentary loss, but then I think about what God has called his church to do to reach the city for his glory, and this is a win for us, okay? One last little thing I'll mention. I do understand that many of you students do walk here. And so Flagstaff High School is nine-tenths of a mile north of here. That is not that far. If you can walk here, you can do it. If you can't do it, there's a couple things we set up for you. We're going to have a Redemption Flagstaff Rideshare Facebook group. In other words, if you're like, I don't feel like walking, and or I'm hurt today, and or I'm just lazy, and or I hate walking, right? Um, you just go on. Some <laughs> people are clapping, like, Amen! <laughs> It's like, I've said all this other stuff about the glory of God, and then not walking gets the amen. Um, we really in the Bible. <laughs> all you got to do, you go on that Facebook page. If you have a car and you have some spaces, you're coming from campus, you're coming from that area, you can bring people up to Flag High. Post, hey, I got a car, I got four spots. I need a ride, whatever it is, just facilitate rides. We'll constantly be monitoring as well. We'll have some people, our interns, they don't think they know this yet, but they're going to be picking people up and that type of thing if you need it. That being said, it's Flagstaff. It's beautiful. We love the outdoors. We love, a lot of you love being in shape, right? And so walk it up there, okay? I do understand that. Otherwise, get in that Facebook group. Also, you can just take the bus up. It doesn't go right to the campus. It goes a lot closer. In other words, the walk from the bus stop to Flag High would be shorter than your current walk from campus to the Orpheum. And so you can just take that free bus up, jump off, walk over, no problem. Okay. That's why we love this location. For the longest time, one of the biggest things for us was saying we wanted to stay as close to downtown and the center part of the city as possible because we believe it is an opportunity for us to continually reach the whole city where the city is most moving. Okay? And so we want to stay here, we're going to stay engaged, and we're going to do it in all these different ways. And so on February 12th, meet us as we kind of do this relaunch moment at Hurley Theater at Flagstaff High School. Cool? Yeah? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you. You're so good to us. You're so faithful to us. And God, we pray that we'd be faithful to you, that we wouldn't allow, God, anything to seep in, to deviate from the mission that you've called us to, to be your church here in this city, to disciple each other, that we would go and disciple the city, to know you and to respond to your gospel call to be yours. Lord, we celebrate you this morning as we open up your word, God, and preach just an incredibly important text, probably faster than I should. God, I pray that you would, in your power, Holy Spirit, remind us, God, of all of just the goodness that you are pouring into us, that we would pour into others, and that, Holy Spirit, you are the center of everything. In Jesus' name, amen.